But we still got the fans going up in this motherfucker. You know, we still on some hood shit. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? Yes, sir. Ain't nothing ever cool enough for black folk. Yes, you sir. know, You know how that go. Hey, but hey, if it's too hot in the kitchen, get out. You know what I'm but saying? But we got something going on right now. We got we got the art show jumping off. We got the art show jumping off. Hey, tell them, tell them where we at, son. Tell them where we at. We at Studio 15. And hold on, let me flip the camera around. My bro, Trey <laughs> Dillon, he trying to hide behind the screen where right where now. No, 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 you right there. Nah, I'm talking to the mic. I ain't hiding behind no screen. I didn't even know he was on live. But let's, let's, let's get to it. You know what I'm saying? We had studio. Well, you know what? We got show. we we got some Jack Daniels bonded whiskey right here. This hey, shit man, good. Let me plug the white man's and, the white man's, and uh, we got well, this how much coke we got left, but we have more coke than that. You know what I'm saying? All right, so check this out. It's Saturday, May 14th. It's 12 gauge the pie. You know what I'm saying? We are at Studio 15 for the art show. Uh, we have. Special guest in attendance. Who do we have here today? Rico the Great? Oh, I'm another, just playing around another, with, my phone, uh, with my family. I, I see my sister over here choking off some wine. Kev is out of control right now. He out now, of control. We got Rico the Great about to do a freestyle painting for this silent auction. We also have a poet too, right? We got a poet. We have to get her name as well. I had her name and I forgot it. Canvas <laughs> had too much of the happy juice, ladies and gentlemen. We are we we are we are full throttle at this. But point. I know she cool. <laughs> I know she cool. We are full throttle at this point. We are full throttle. So, ladies and gentlemen, so, man, Kev, how you been, man? What's good, man? How long has it been? It ain't been that long, right? It ain't been that long. I mean, we talk, like, every couple days. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, it's not like hiding, you know what I'm it saying? Ain't, it ain't like, oh, I see you lining up the chess pieces on the board right now. Hold on, let me flip the camera. I got my bro lining up the chess pieces on the board. He's trying to get them. It's the infamous chess board we used in, in our video, the blowjob. Red tops versus blue tops. We also hold on. Who won also. that? Who won that? Or was it a draw? It was a draw. Supreme Mob won that. Who it was, it was won a draw. That? Supreme okay. Mob won that. I that's, thought I won that. That's who won that. No, no. Push culture. Push culture and Supreme Mob won that. That's who won that. That's who won that. I won that. Don't, 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 don't let, don't let this nigga fool you. I won that. Anyways, we are auctioning off our chest set, red tops versus blue tops, at the silent auction at the. You know, show. I ain't even gonna get my fun flex on on this other camera. Let me, let me flip it around. No fun flex on, but, but also, <laughs> what we're also gonna do is, on this same very platform, we will also have an opportunity for people to win this same chest set in a few weeks. So. We'll have a contest. We'll let everybody know on IG how you two yourself could win this red top versus blue top chess set. How you feel about that? Red top versus blue top. And with that, I'm going to crack this bottle open. You feel me? You know, with that video shoot, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and actually, you know what, people? I ain't even going to front you. I ain't even going to front you. That was, that was my first video ever that I ever did. Trey been in this game for as long as I could. I, he could tell me, but that was my first music video that I ever did, and I'm knocking shit over, and I don't even care. Don't knock, don't knock over the set, man. What's going on? No, I'm not knocking over the set. What's going on, man? Don't knock over the set. What Jay-Z said, I'm, I'm feeling it. 
Oh man, you steadily knocking it over, man. What is it? Well, that was two. You get three. There we go. We good. I, I, all I know is, man, don't 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 mess up. Don't mess up your I'm mic placement. I'm trying to do two things at one time. What's up? What's the other thing we're trying to do no, over there? No, but well, we got this chess set going on uh, for our music video from the uh, blowjob shot at a, at a very good location up north. We have fun with it. I hope y'all enjoyed the song. You know, I hope y'all enjoyed the visual. And, and we just wanted to give back to the art culture and auction off our piece, our, our, our chess set, a one of one. You are not gonna find a red top versus blue top chess set. Actually, actually, it's a one of one, but right now it might be a two of two. Because we're currently in the process, we're gonna make another one and we're gonna, we gonna have a contest specifically for our fans, specifically for Supreme Mob fans. And we're gonna auction off a chess set on our own through our IG page. We're gonna do it through 12 Gauge Pod. So, We'll figure out the contest, we'll, we'll come up with some rules or something, but we definitely want to put this into, you know what I'm saying, the hands of our fans, you know what I'm saying, because oh, hey, yeah. hey, the response that we've got has been tremendous, and we appreciate and we love y'all for support. You know what, who made the beat for that song, was that B-Tenant? Oh, absolutely that was B-Tenant, shout out to B-Tenant. You know what, shout out to B-Tenant, man, you you came through for that for that joint. You did. You did. We're going to give him a two-day salute. You know what I'm talking about? I fucked you in the long way. Pause. You know what I'm saying? I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I, I did have a joke for that, but I'm going to let Beat this slide. you inspired all of this. You took this shit back to the 90s. Red top versus blue top. You know what I'm saying? So you see we got that 100 proof. 100 proof jack. So, so, you know. And a little bit of coke. We was gonna talk about a bunch of other different shit today, but you know, since we on the I mean, since we on the news, you know what I'm saying uh, about uh, Supreme Mob and Twelve Gauge the Pod. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's, well let's, you, let's, you let's, know what? Let's well, talk. Let's talk turkey, brother. Let's let's would, let's, would let's that get be down a long, would, would that be a long line of the introduction? What you mean? Push Culture presents 12 Gauge, The Pod presents I don't Supreme. care how long it is, it's, it's, it is what it is. That's exactly what we give them. You know but what you I'm know saying? what? But you know what, though? At the end of the day, it's all our shit. Every last name you done heard in that, it's our shit. So, so how, it, it don't even matter. So how It's our you, shit. In, indie. We in the indie <laughs> game. We independent. Kev, how would you feel if we did a, um, a Supreme Mob Sunday? Supreme Sunday, I'm with it. A Supreme Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a Supreme Sunday. We'll do a giveaway. We'll drop some exclusive uh, footage. We'll drop some exclusive music. Probably get some merch together for y'all. How would y'all, you know what I'm saying? How would y'all feel about that? We'll do that soon. Think we could do that on Memorial Day weekend? How you feel about that? Memorial Day? I'm down to mess with that. Kev, that is not set up right. That it is, is not set up right. That is I just wanted to, to put something up there so nah, I can, that is destined to fall. So I can do my thing. I wasn't leaving it up there for long. Come on now, what's my name? <laughs> exactly. I am the king of niggery. So let's... 
we're gonna talk about it so we're gonna get right right now in the business man so we here sunday beautiful day we got jay-z 444 playing in the background it's all it's all love you know what i'm saying Legacy, Kev got that, me on the that, live. That's what it's all about. I see me on the live, but you—that that is that is still gonna fall. You, it's not safe fall. till it ain't safe. It's, it's definitely not safe. It's and not it, safe it's, till it's not safe. Give me the tripod. I'll set it up for you. I'll do the whole thing. Oh, oh, go go ahead, bro. <laughs> I'm a Jimmy rig ass nigga. Oh! Oh shit! Oh! Oh my God! Man, What's going on behind me? Oh my God! Look at that! We were so worried about Cav dropping something. What happened? <laughs> Y'all, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't catch that on live or. <laughs> We having a little technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen, but we will be uh, right back at you like we never left. <laughs> All right, we back. Like I said, there's going to be some edits going on. We had a bit of an earthquake. We had, um, you know, earthquake in the shy. <laughs> we had to shake things up a little bit. Freestyle for us on a poetry tip. Hey, cause you know we always look for talent. Always, always getting to it. Then we got this miraculous chess set that we gonna put up for bid from hey. the blowjob video. So, hey, hey, would you tell them, man? Ain't, ain't, ain't no Rico going on with us, man. We ain't no, ain't no Rico's going on. We not you know in the saying? same boat with Young Gunner and Young Thugger. Hey, Auntie. Oh. <laughs> How you doing? Like you say, ain't no Rico. Ain't no Rico. Ain't no Rico's going on. We here for the wrong. The only Rico that's going on here is Uncle Rico that can throw a football between the mountains. And Uncle Rico say he still got it. He st he said he still got it, but he ain't showing us nothing yet. Be out there practicing every night, but I still got it. <laughs> I still got it. He ain't you know got it. Man? He ain't got it. You can believe he got it, but he ain't got it. Uncle Rico ain't got it no more. So how you feel, man? What? Honestly, we we joke a lot about that Rico case, but it is pretty unfortunate that you got so many black men that's getting caught up in in. It almost seems to be like foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't think it's foolishness. I think, I think these guys came into the game unaware of 
what could potentially happen to them. I mean, I've followed mafia culture for a very long time. So I think these guys came into the game not knowing what the Rico statues were and what they meant. But, yes, I, and I'd like to add that, you know, what I feel like is crazy about the whole situation is that I know, I've known more people to have made money, more money, rapping in the, in the, in the music industry than they have ever known people to have made more money selling drugs. But now so why would you get into the music industry and take that money and try to funnel it back in the streets into the dope man? You know what I'm saying? Like Rico statue. They did they probably you know what? Either they didn't know or they knew and thought that they can slide on the side of it. Well, they got 10 years of evidence on them boys. Oh, yeah. I know Young Thug out here looking real bad, uh, uh, man. Uh, I, I just seen all the memes on this guy. They got time worth of evidence on them boys. Well, you know, all that stuff that... that, that well, if they got 10 years worth of evidence, they got to look at somebody in their crew because somebody in their crew from YSL just died yesterday. Exactly. The young boy. The uh, young boy. He was 24. I can't remember the, the young man. King. Lil' King. Lil' King, yeah. Lil' King, yeah. Yeah, 24 years old, just died. So, with all this going on, they probably know what's going on, so they trying to clean up messes. I mean, that's... That's how I, I can't understand. Speak, I can't, I can't speak for them, but... Alright, they're hey, starting the... You guys are starting the art show? Yep. Alright, so... They're going to start the art show. We're going to um, be back shortly with interviews and yeah, the rest of the show. So sit back, relax. We'll talk to you guys in the Jiffy. You guys won't see it, but we'll edit it all out. We appreciate it. It's 12 Gays the Pod. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Do me like that. I got all the, I got all the art too. Bro, I wasn't even trying to do you like that. No, no, but you good. So right now with us, first time on 12 Gauge the Pod, we have the illustrious poet, Shalisa Monique. Hi. Shalisa Monique, what up? What up? What up? Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Okay. So tell us, how did you... First of all, what was the piece entitled? Because I, I walked in like in the second half of the piece. So what was in the title that you did, first of all? Legacy. It went with the theme that Tyranny affiliated with the show. Mm-hmm. I loved it, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I started off doing poetry way, way, way back in the day. I haven't gotten back to it. But I'm also a huge fan of poetry, so... I mean, you look like a more Roses of Red, Vows of Blue type of dude. Nah, I mean, I started off that way. But, you know, I mean, I, eventually I evolved. You, know, you I evolved, evolved, you evolved. I, I evolved. I, I got somewhat deep. You so, know, not as deep as she did, but I got... So I get, you know, I, get, I can touch a little bit on a, on a couple of you know, so, subjects. So, what sets your poetry apart from everybody else that does poetry? What... What's your stamp on the poetry game? What what sets you apart from everybody else? It's me. It's, it's me. you. It's me. 
me. What's you? What 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 um, is you? Okay, well, with my poetry, I just use it to express myself. So even if like my themes or my topics isn't something that I particularly went through or mm. you know been through. I use it. I, I use it so that y'all can feel, so that people can feel it. You know, just feel where I'm coming from. That's the goal in every piece that I make. I want people to understand me, understand the culture, understand my words and my visions, my purpose, everything. So it's just shout out for being one for the culture. <laughs> one for the yeah. yeah. So how did you get started? Yeah. Seventh grade, I was clowning. I was clowning in seventh grade. You clowning now? Yeah, I'm still in, but I'm almost forty. Whoever said that? I'm almost forty, and I'm still clowning. I said that you still clowning. Oh well, I can say it's true. Yeah, I can say that. I'm screaming, but I was just real fast. I would, I wouldn't say trouble. I just had trouble expressing myself. I was never a bad kid. I never. Like, you know, I didn't have any household, you know, kind of situations. I was just angry at a lot of things. And I have a best friend, but she's older than me. Like, you know, I'm not going to disgrace her age. But <laughs> she was the only person that really took the time to figure out why I was. You know how I was, like, trying mm -hmm. to figure out the core of my anger instead of just, you know, putting a title on me. So she helped me use my words to express myself. Like, basically using my good, you know, for good. So... The more that I broke down, the more that we broke down everything that I was dealing with, the easier it was for me to put my So, when did it come no, a no. point where you broke everything down? Like, you just got down to the nitty-gritty, the basics. Like, I'm just going to look at all these pieces mm -hmm. and say, this is me. When did you put those pieces together? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. So how long have you been doing poetry? Eighth grade. No, I mean years. Like I oh, mean, uh, I'm not to, not to divulge your <laughs> age or anything like that. But we just said, just give us a, you know. Oh man, she really counted over here. Like <laughs> that's a decade in the game. That's that's what we're talking about. We love it. Right? <laughs> no, we, no, we weren't trying to put you on spot. We were trying to, you know, gauge a little bit, yeah, you know. Yeah. But so with that, I mean, have you put, published any any books or anything, or are that, or, do or you have, have projects you been looking to publish? Um, I'm actually in the process of writing a book. I'm dedicating it to my mother because Very good. she was she felt like that was like get out the ghetto car. Like, you, your poetry is our ticket to success. So, she always asks me, when you gonna write that You know book? what? <laughs> and it's funny because everybody look at rapping and balling as getting out the hood. Nobody ever took the iota of an idea to be like, yo, poetry might be that salvation well, as mean, well. I mean, it's... They it's, probably have, but we never heard it. But when you have a gift... And you know that gift resonates. It's it's not so much of just you know getting out of the hood, but it's just like you just want to push that gift, them talents forward. Because if that's what's gonna shine, but you know that's what? But you know what? We gotta give her flowers though, because Absolutely. she she has a specific talent 
Everybody, a specific skill set. Specific skill set. For poetry. Everybody else say, I want to rap, I want to play ball, I want to do this, do that, get out the hood. But very rare that you find is a person that wants to do poetry to get up out the hood. People don't even recognize that nowadays. No, no, I mean, you know what? It's it's that art form. Not to say that it's a forgotten art form, but it's not as sexy as rapping, so to speak. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, but, but to me, I feel like it's one of the purest forms of art. I mean, when you're on stage doing, you know, that type of poetry, it's just you. There's no beat. And you give it's it, just you. It's and just you give you it all that raw got. energy. Right, right. So you give it we all that raw. Applaud you for that. Get your shotgun blast in. So, what, um, what or who was like your greatest inspiration? Or, and, and then I'm gonna double that with another question. But what was your greatest, like, what inspired you the most? Yeah, what inspired you? So write. Yeah. Everything. Um, just to be heard. I'm a very outspoken person. Mm -hmm. I feel like God gave me a voice. Mm -hmm. So. I use my poetry as my voice. I feel like if you're not going to... And I don't really know... I'm very blunt. I'm a very blunt person. But with my poetry, I know how to sugarcoat it, you know? And give it to the people the way that they need it instead of delivering it in my old-fashioned way. Were, were, were you ever in a situation where you had to, like, dumb down your poetry to make it make sense to the masses? Nope. No? They got it? They got it. They understood it? Oh, man. You heard it first. You heard it first. They just, they got it. I take a drink for that. So who, um, or how did you cultivate your spoken word skills? Like, was it just you alone, just going out and doing your thing? Or what, did you have any type of, you know, help or assistance or, like, mentorship or guidance or anything like that? I'm seeing her game face right now. I don't think she had no help or guidance. I think she got that on her own. No, I Why you didn't like performing? I don't, it was too much attention. It was just too much. I mean, but you showcasing a, a, you a talent, a rare talent. Why, why, why would you be nervous to perform? I was young. You were young? Yes, okay. but I have, the, uh, I joined a mentor program. I mean, program. that's just like rap. I don't like hearing my voice. You know, I, I still tell you that trait to this day. I don't like my it's voice. It's complete nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's just complete and utter nonsense. I still don't like my just, voice. It's just absolute foolishness. I hear playbacks all the time. Like I, I do not like my voice. Like, can I do it over again? No, but you confident. <laughs> you confident in your craft, and you trying to reach people with your words, and I applaud that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to give our flowers up. That's right. That's right. I asked because um, when I was coming up around the same age, about seventh or eighth grade, I was in a. Um, not a mentorship program, but I was in Gallery 37. I don't know if y'all remember that, but Gallery had that Gallery I don't. I was in the Catholic League. So I, I actually got paid to do poetry, to learn poetry at like the eighth grade. Hold up. It was like a summer Hold job. Up. 
So you went to public school, learned some, got paid, and I went to Catholic school. But you know what? And didn't get paid for nothing. Yeah, yeah, but you know that's 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 neither here nor there. That was a long time. No, no, we gonna talk about that later. So I say that because when I saw you, we gonna talk about it later. When I saw you on stage, I saw the skill set because I know that doing spoken word poetry, doing it from memory, like that, it takes a lot, and it takes a lot of practice, it takes a lot of time, and it takes a lot of dedication. A lot of dedication. But it also takes, if you don't know how, mm-hmm. you know, you have to find your way to navigate through those type of waters. Right. So I was like, ooh, I was like, that's skills right there. Like, that's so skills. like, how did you navigate, like, from your first spoken word performance, how did you navigate through, like, the nervousness and, and everything and just being put on the spot? I joined a mentor program mm-hmm. on the south side of Chicago. It's called Ladies of Virtue. And, um... They focus on mentoring young girls, you know, and my mother put us in that program through the church. So they used to have like showcases and like different events and everything. And mm. they recognized my talent and will always um, encourage me to perform. And that's, good. that's when, you know, families and friends and everybody going to come out. So it's like you, you got to. You got to perform. You, 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 you got to put on. You got to put on for the city. I always find yes. it artist to artist. I'll tell you this, this much. I always find it harder performing in front of family than performing in front of strangers. Me too. I mean, when we in the booth, family. I'd rather just get it out the way and whoever hear it, hear it. Family know you, blood. They know you. They so do. So it's like you, you, you looking like, ooh, I can't mess up in front of them. I got my people out here. Like, I, I can't, right? I, I can't. But out. see, when it's strangers, you be like, it's, it's a little bit, that little, that weight is a little bit off your shoulders a little bit. But, you know, you still, after a while, it all becomes Oh, well, y'all Y'all different. Like, I I don't want nobody to hear me. Right. The more and more that you do it, like, that family just, and it's just all. I would rather everybody hear me from a distance. What you mean everybody hear you from a distance? Like, everybody know what I do, but it's like, I don't want to be around when people hear my music. Because I, I, I told you, I don't like the way I sound. Nobody wants to hear that nonsense. That is foolishness. I'm that being honest, though. No, and we have, no, we have, no. Nobody wants to hear that nonsense. It's nonsense. You, you see how you do me? Exactly. You see how you do me? We have to. Because we partners in this, and I need you to I mean, all we always going to be partners, but <laughs> I could be a partner that say, I don't like my voice, ever. <laughs> we going to change all of that, all of that. So, Program though, and my best friend as well that I mentioned, mm-hmm. she did spoken word and she also sings. So she used when we had showcases at like my middle school or um, high school, she like I need you to do a poem. It was never a question. I need you to do a poem or you're performing at this, you're performing at this. So I was like, okay. And each time, I just told her, you know, you gotta show out. It's People, good. It's good to have somebody to keep you accountable. Right. That's what I'm doing with you when you talking about your voice. I'm keeping you accountable. Okay, and you live in Beverly and I'm, that has I'm, nothing in, to I'm do, in Lansing. That has nothing to do Yo. with nothing. Location ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It has everything I'm, to do with it. No, 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 no. I'm holding you accountable. Accountable. So, All right, we're going to record tonight. There so, we go. He said y'all got to get in the studio. We got to get in the studio tonight. There That's nonsense. He's got... I, I, I'm... We'll, that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> we can discuss that. We can discuss that off the record. Why are you trying to tell me that I got to get in the studio? No, I didn't say you. I said me. I, I, I know. That's that's nothing. We, 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 All right, Sunday. We put off to Sunday. You, you, you're making this interview about us, and this is nothing. To it's do not about. It's not about us at all. Damn. Um, <laughs> damn.
I'm focused. I'm focused right now. I'm focused. So, legacy. Legacy. What does legacy, outside of everything that you said in your poem, what does legacy mean to you? Mm. I don't have a straightforward definition, but when I think of it, I would just say leaving behind something great because I know when I say the word legacy or when I think of legacy or work on building legacy, I just think of my mom because my goal is to build her legacy. Me and my siblings are her legacy, so our job is to continue what she started here on earth and, you know, finish it off strong. And the kids that I have... They gotta finish my legacy. They gotta, they gotta eat, yeah. Yeah, generational. Generational wealth. Everything. And you know what, Trey? That was very well said. I could very feel, well said. I, I could feel her on the answer because being a person that stars something, I'm coming out with my album in a handful of months. I am forever. And you think about it. You think about it. Everything my voice is on, everything my name to touch, it's forever. People gonna hear forever. That's why I titled my album "I Am Forever." Likewise, and, and, and that goes out to my kids, my my family, everybody. Well, likewise, that's what legacy. You know, you her, got you. Her definition. You gotta build it. Her you definition gotta, explained it all. So yeah. I mean, and, it, and it's. But but from her starting from the trenches climbing out making a name for herself that says a lot absolutely and everybody is not willing to go through that process some people look like oh, okay man, I may have did one or two features at at a spot you know I'm not seeing nothing from it so forget it but she's sticking with it because she she has a long standing um, goal right from her talent, as we all do. Well, you say we all, but we, we all, all in this room, man. You know, well, yeah, we all in there, this room. There's some people out here that don't have no any goals to their talent. You know, they just out here just, you know, spinning the block. Me, the uh, twelve days of pie, we spin the block. We, we keep it going. Hey, we push the culture forward. We going, right? we going independent until someone give me a check for going independent. I'm gonna ride with the independent side until the end so how am I say this legacy that was a very very moving piece what other I'm not gonna ask you what other what other pieces do you love to perform I love them. I just like them. Or do, or do you have... I like that answer. Or Shut me up. I love them. No, you know what, Trey? Or do you, do you have anything in particular from your personal catalog that you perform that you think everybody should hear? All of them. All of them? All of them. Shut, you up, Shut me up, too. Shut you up, too. You thought you was going to come with a harder question. <laughs> that wasn't a hard question. So, how many pieces do you think is, is, will be included in your next project? My book? Yeah, your book. Mm, well, the way it's set up, it's going to be a lot of poems because it, it's going to be like a topic, mm -hmm. and then it's going to be a person. In my, because I have 
had a lot of people in my life that has supported me mm -hmm. and held me accountable, inspired me, been there for me in a lot of different ways. Um, so it's going to be like a dedication and, you know, topic. So topic, person, topic, person, topic. You get what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay, so, yeah. okay. That's dope. That's dope. So it's going to be a lot of poems. I can't even count. <laughs> yeah, this this sounds like a, uh, a custom-made project. Yes, sir. You have a title for the project yet? The Purpose. The Purpose. Ooh, I like that. I like that. The Purpose, ladies and gentlemen. The Purpose. Hold on. What, what, what was the record you came out recently? The Giving? That was, yeah, The Giving. The Giving. The Giving the, the for the Purpose. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, I only wrote two verses. From the sounds of it, her book is going to be way more... <laughs> You know, just robust than than my little three minutes. I ain't worried about that. You know what I'm saying? But but that it it sounds so poignant. Like it sounds so driven. Like when, you, when you when you say the you title, know, when you say it, like the purpose. Know, what, what was it again? The purpose. The purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's so. It's, that sounds like Benny Siegel bars, right? There. But it hits home. Like that's, it that's, do. That's that's what it's all about. Like it's no. I like it when you're when it's. I like it when poetry is direct. Like it's 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 not so and many layers that you have to go through and try to try to figure it out. Right. And of course, a, I like to figure things out, but it's almost like when it's when it's direct, is, it's it's just it's there. I like that. I like that. Now poetry. now, is this project directed or dedicated to anything special? Now, have you done any music before, or is it just all poetry for you? All poetry. People tell me I should ghostwrite, but I never got into it. Well, why not? <laughs> right, right. Your starting point is your starting point. Understand what I'm saying? Have you ever written poetry to? any type of music before. That's why I say your starting point is your starting point. Understand what I'm saying? Well, I can tell you this. Don't be afraid to try new things, even in practice, because you never know how that might develop down the road. You know, I mean, you could be doing something that, I mean, it might not, it might sound silly to you, but to everybody else, people would be like, oh, that's man, gold. mind blowing, you know? But so I can say that just you never want to sell yourself short. Yeah, never want to sell yourself short for that. So the I like that form is legacy. One word, title of the poem. Yeah, poem is purpose. Legacy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hammering home. You know what I'm saying? What? But you know what? She she out here for a purpose. She out here for a purpose, and I feel it. So if there's anything you want to tell our listeners about your next project, about where you might be next, or uh, anything you got coming up, feel free. Go ahead. The mic is yours. The stage is set. Okay. I am opening a children's poetry camp for kids ages 10 to 17. It is going to be here in Beverly. Okay. Um, and my mission is to help kids communicate effectively by helping them use their talents and their skills to communicate. Um, it starts June 4th, so if anybody is interested, they are more than welcome to join. 
Y'all yeah, was gonna say that. Yeah, drop, yeah. drop your yeah. social media. Yeah. You know you gotta do that nowadays. Drop, drop, drop all your media. drop. Drop everything. Drop you gotta drop. Uh, drop it all. <laughs> drop it all. Y'all can add me on Facebook at Shalisa Monique Speaks. Uh, my Instagram is Shalisa Monique Two A's Two Underscores. Yeah, that's the that's all my social media for my poetry. Everything okay. else is. You heard it first, and we will, we will be reposting. We will be reposting you on our Instagram. We'll be sharing it to all of our followers. Uh, when the podcast goes live, we'll definitely I mean, you love a standing ovation. Hey, this is so. this is dope. The poetry is dope. We wish you the best of luck in the future. Yes. and we hope that you come back. More famous than you were than that. The next time we see you, that's hey, how, how much you charge for features. How much you charge for features? And for the first time, I ain't afraid to fly. You give me space to see myself. You prefer me to just be myself And give the kind of love that inspires me to free myself This is the most powerful thing I've ever felt mm. You motivate me in a way that makes me want to take flight You breathe life, breathe light You never give me a reason to but keep me strong enough to fight There's a flame in me you ignite For you I try with all my might To show you what your worth is I wish I were perfect but I love you with everything in me Cause you never tried to cage this bird You take me higher on purpose You take me higher on purpose I love you I love you you to Dior me, but you still gonna come lay down and hold me when the atmosphere ain't comfy, and you love me on my worst days, support me through these crusades, water my flower with your wisdom when my body starts to get thirsty, elevate me, don't hurt me, show me the game, don't run it on me, I know I'm your lady, but make sure I stay your homie, keep me on point through the fire, don't teach me how to respect no liar, so many people want you to hold them down, I just want you to take me higher. Grew my hair out in this pandemic. I think I'm Nipsey, put that on everything, I hope you miss me, if I leave, won't sunset kisses and valley kills, a Hollywood ending, for all my ghetto thrills, just a memoir of a living legend, the dinners of Rembrandt, your baby mama special, head like Van Gogh, make you wanna cut the bitch off, be golden to the Basquiat, the lift off, we need to celebrate art for we knock the dust off, and it's our fault our parents didn't have cubicles to display 
the sunshine yeah. All we had was double shifts And maybe next time Well they hustle some shine Well we bling some grind Still trying to be big time Like taking over for that 9-9 nine nine in 2000 Who you know with four kids Two baby mamas, no drama One wife, ex-fiance And all commas Nick. When the lights come on and the sun goes down uh-huh. That's when the stars come out It's about what's right, I done held my crown uh-huh. It's what my fight's about Just reminiscing, man, I've been this nigga Since collard greens, been next to chicken uh-huh. Flow wash right next to kitchens uh-huh. Born different, shine different Love of my life, love grind missions yeah. Clyde Bonnie, Mike Pippen uh-huh. Six rings, seal not commitment I was devastating how they let me did it oh. Let me do it, still true with it Hell yeah, I'm still groove, nigga Hell yeah, I'm never backing down I ain't selling out to no new niggas It's the king of queens, Kevin James Ghetto comedy, Pain. Push the culture, I done saved the culture, you were sleeping on me Stones are foster, when I'm up now, no stopping me When failure comes, I'ma be straight I'ma be straight, yeah I put that shit on everything Some mutual friends. We uh, we went to um, Playa del Carmen, Mexico. So like, I seen he he was kind of similar to the way I was. So like, me and him linked up through the whole trip. And then even after the trip, you know what I'm saying? Me and him kept in contact, and we started doing music together. And we was like, yo, how about we do a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Get our voices heard or whatever. I think we started with the podcast first. We started with the podcast first. Because we were having these phone conversations. Don't worry about the background noise. Ain't nothing. So we started having these phone conversations. Okay, love you. And I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, Auntie. Love Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Be careful. Bless Yeah. So, you know, that's what we all about. We, we got our, family. Our brotherhood, family, like that's. That's what we do. So we started off actually just, just talking on the phone after the vacation and shit, just yeah. vibing and shit. Kevin's like, man, this shit sound like a podcast. Uh, yeah, it's all about conversations. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, fuck it, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just do it. So that was it, yeah. When it got the equipment and we just got it started, and then it, it grew from the podcast, 12 Gays Pod, it grew into Supreme Mob, which is our, our duo group. Uh, rapper group, and then it grew into uh, Push Culture Push, Entertainment. Push, Push Culture Forward Entertainment, our record label. So we put it all together as a package. So in about a month or so, we'll be up. We'll have everything up, website up, so everybody can get through like everything <coughs> in one spot. Yeah. So that's what we're working on doing right now. So hey, we talking off the cuff. If y'all don't know, you know <laughs> this, this is the pod. Twelve Gates of Power. Who we got here is Rico the Great. Rico the motherfucking Great. Uh, Hey, I seen you out there, man. Like for you to freestyle that whole thing, it was, it was very inspirational. So, like, do you, do you attack a canvas with with a particular vision in mind? Uh, 
speaking of the one today, I had, I knew I was live painting. I was coming in there with, I had an idea. I knew uh -huh. what I wanted to do. But when I sat and talked, and she just walked me through this dope spot. Yeah. I say, man, it just all flipped. And then the cool thing about it, the music was so low, I could hear everybody having a conversation but, while I'm painting. So it's just giving me ideas. Yeah. And then it's just the energy of, the, you know, the universe and stuff like that. Yeah. And some stuff that just hit me, I put it in a canvas. Her brother walk in. Never seen him, never met him, don't know nothing about his tattoos, anything. Get the family first and some finger pointing up to it. Right. I, I could just tell they really a tight knit group. Yeah. Fam say, what made you do that? I, I just told him exactly what I told y'all. Right. He put his hand down, same hand, pointing up, got a tattoo to say family first. Okay. Yeah, my brother-in-law Corbin. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, outside of that. I just, I paint commissions, so if people come to me like you and me just talked about, yeah. show me a picture, or if you got an idea, or you know, I got a lot of people that say, I just like how you do work. I want this size, I want it in my basement, I want it in my man cave, whatever, I want it in my living room, go crazy, but uh, if I'm painting for myself, I just get some colors down, you know, the world of fucked up places, I just paint off whatever emotions I'm feeling that. Dude, day. you really a high commodity, man, because like, for you to just freestyle that shit right now, and I'm just looking at it all come together, it really, for me, it really brought the heart of the city into the pain. You know, I'm thinking about why we, why you was painting. I'm thinking about 6th, 3rd, Cottage Grove, and you know what I'm saying? 95th, you know what I'm saying? 79th, the King. Like, I'm thinking about all these areas. You know what I'm saying? Where all of this makes up. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, measure twice, cut once. Definitely. A lot of people don't understand that coming up out of the hood. Yeah. You got to really have your life together to really make it out. Definitely. For you to make it out, that's that one cut. That's it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And the, the measure twice is just setting your life up and actually being prepared. For exactly. We black. We got to work our ass. We got to bust our ass two, three times harder. You, you, you right. Like you right. That's why it really spoke to me. And, like, and then, of course, with the Taylor aspect of it, yeah, like you said, measure twice, cut once, but you gotta make sure when you do that shit, you're going all the way. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. So tell us, Rico, how did you get started uh, with art in itself? And then, like, just give us some background, where you from, how you got started, and uh, how you got to where you at today. From the South Side, born and raised in Chicago. Yes, been sir. blessed to see the world just by talent, working. Uh, it's my business partner, Kel. We got a web design company. I do graphics. I done stuff from Nike, Puma, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, <laughs> to the hood brands. Like, it's actually funny. Uh, my man's had a, a clothing line called Rich Boy Cartel. My, my guy Mace. Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah, Rich Boy Cartel. Yeah, I know about Rich Boy Cartel. Yeah, yeah, shout out. I'm for him for years, man. Just that, that. Him just pointing me in the direction. My man Dave Jeff, he got a company called Fly. Oh, I, I got a, I got a story about Dave. Oh, that's my list. Yeah, we're we finna drop a print. We're dropping a print and a capsule in, in about two weeks. Oh, yeah, we there. We there. We there. We there. And I got a story for you. You've never heard about yeah. me, Dave, from Fly. Oh, Dave Jeff. That's, that's the man. Let me, oh, he the, he the guy. <laughs> I opened up for Kanye. I know that. That's it. That he was having his first, um, what was it, the joint he was doing? He was doing Harper's Court. The Black Party. A Black Party. This is one of the first few ones. So me and the guy, uh, me and my homie Dion Justin, um, we had a song out. Mm -hmm. So he hit up Dave Jeff and was like, man, can we perform at the Black Party? Yeah. Dave was like, cool. So we get out there, man, we performing. My brother's out. He handing out CDs. This is back when you had CDs. Well, they were really working. So my brother's out handing out uh. CDs, right? 
So we chilling, we 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 crushed the performance. We outside, yeah. we killing it. Man, this motherfucking tour bus roll up. Yeah. We like, we like, God damn, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Motherfucking Ye was performing at Lollapalooza, I think, that weekend. Ooh. Why this motherfucker hop off the tour bus, him and Ryan Fest, GLC, boom, they just instantly get to performing. And it was like, damn, yeah, like, I was job, my, my whole jaw dropped. I got a picture from that day you talking about. I seen it. I'm like, what the hell? That's crazy as hell. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Dave. Yeah, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave. That's one of the guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. Hey, if it hey, wasn't for him, to say that. A you lot of streetwear in Chicago wouldn't have been there. You had to run that part past Dave Jeff back in the day. You know what? And I think. Outside of a lot of cities, man, Chicago, amongst a few, really takes pride in their brand. I think coming from the 90s era, Kenwood, all these other high schools, fashion was a big thing in the mid to late 90s. Our art. Fashion, we push the culture, right. we we push push the culture forward. They don't give us no credit, but we know it. They, they know they come here for everything. That's, man. that's their, they come here for everything, and they take it back. So I mean, look, I'll put it to you like this. Next Tales wasn't popping until we got it popping, and that's when Jeezy and them got it popping. <laughs> we had Next Tales popping first in the Midwest. People don't give us our just dues on certain things. That's, that's, that's real. real. That's yeah, real. So that, the skill set, just to switch gears. The skill set that you have to do what you do, to paint on the fly like that, is incredible. Like, that yeah. is like, you know, I, I can't even imagine it. Even me being a, a, a rhymer and being able to freestyle, like, that's one thing. But, like, you, you, you don't see a lot of artists that can say, oh, I can do that in front of an audience. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, like, so what type of... How long have you been doing that? And uh, let's just say, like, how long have you been doing it? And, like, what does it take? Like, what does it take for you? Uh, I've been doing it forever, man. Luckily, my mother uh, was an educator, but she also was very talented, and she's creative in her own right. So she always put construction paper, pens, pencils, paintings, pastels, and freedom just to be myself. So, so you I, came up in a... Really, really, really freestyling household like 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 just shine how you shine. Shout out to mom. My sister was creative and all the writing shit, but no, my OG let me just be, man. So yeah, I just always grew up like just being able to fuck whatever I fuck with. Like I was drawing Ninja Turtles, and my teacher was like, "Hey, man, I don't know what you want to do. I'm like a shorty. It's like sixth grade, fifth grade. Like, I mean, but you know what? I got a question too. Like, have you ever came across something? that you seen it and you just be like, man, I gotta drop this down on canvas as soon as I get back to the oh, crib. Yeah, yeah, I got a note section in my phone that's out for motherfucking wise. I be right I'll be on a plane like made a motherfucking cleansman getting his head blown off his shit. I mean like shit. The, the, does it come from like every day just being out and about, being from the city yeah. or have you been anywhere else and and you'd be like, oh, this mural inspired yeah. me to do this or something. Just, like. just I'm, I'm, a, I'm a student of this art shit. I mean, right. uh, you see shit on Instagram. You see it on Facebook. Shit, I'll open up a motherfucking magazine and just, damn, that little pattern on this shirt code. Screenshot that shit. Right. I got a whole note section that's called shit to do. And shit, that's <laughs> it. Hey, I, I go back to this shit. Man. You catch a little mental break, I block. I just take a look at shit. So do, so do you have, like, an idea 
no matter where you are, if you can't get to a canvas right now, if you have an idea, can you stick with it? Oh yeah. For that long amount of oh, time yeah. till you get back I, to I, the canvas. I'll put some notes down. Oh uh -huh. yeah, I got my, my mind is, is fucking crazy, man. I can drop shit. I'm like a computer, man. Yeah. We we let shit go, so I, I can always keep it. But it's dope. Like today, I had an idea walking in, but once you start in that motherfucker, you got the freedom to do whatever you want to. So that shit change. So like, come, prior to coming here, did you have like a pre notion? Of an idea that you had already, and then once you got in, you was like, "Oh damn, this yeah. shit wasn't what I thought it was gonna be." Yeah, I had a pre notion, but once I got in, and she walked me through and started talking about just how much respect she got for our family, yeah, dad, and saying just you know, man, they king. She like, we it's heirs, it's six of us. Like they speaking into existence what they really are, man. Yeah, and that's how motherfuckers go places. I know Absolutely. a lot of people that be talking down on themselves. They they don't motherfucking believe in themselves. You don't believe in yourself. What the fuck are you ever gonna do? She said it's six of us. We heirs to the throne. We lost one. You ain't really lose. You just it's just in another place. They in the universe. I don't know where you know your religious beliefs right. are and shit like that. Yeah. But they still here. That's why in the peace I've been watching them. Man, they seeing everything you're doing. If you're moving in the right light, you always gonna keep your family legacy you, straight. You know what? I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna front you because after her pops passed and she was up here trying to get everything where she wanted it. Oh, this is the air. Youngest Taylor. Youngest what, up, Taylor. what up, Taylor? What up, Taylor? What up, brother? You know, I was just looking around. He had all these paintings on the wall, and I'm just looking like, what kind of mind can capture, you know, this, this kind of imagery? You know what I'm saying? To just hold on to it and just, you know, fulfill it out through the very end, you know, with the brush of the stroke. You know what I'm saying? And for her father to do that, because he didn't did a whole lot of stuff with, you know, designing costumes for, for, for theatrics and all this, that, and the third. You know, only got the pleasure to really break bread with the man two times in my life. You know, once when we got married, me and my wife got married, and once when my son got born. But, you know, life gets in the way, thing, you know, but that's a whole other situation. But I'm glad that his art and his craft was able to be left behind for me to absorb and for everybody else to absorb, you know, and for everybody else to get an inspiration behind it, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like art imitates life and pain, pain also imitates life. I mean, it's, You never know what nobody's pain is until they start getting them brush strokes in, really you know what right. I'm saying? It's good that all of that, because all of this is art and all of this is inspiration from fashion. To, you know, yeah, I got my little Monet shirt on. I ain't even know it. I seen it. That's hard. Hey, shout out to Brother Taco Factory, eight ninety nine. I ain't even know it. That's cool. You know what I'm so saying? From, <laughs> so from fashion to music to to that visual art, like that's all like you know just just avenues, vehicles that we can all push our story through. So just continue. Just let us know. Like, what's what's your story and what's your vision like how do you see how do you see yourself now when you see yourself in the future um i mean man i just i've been blessed enough to like not work not work a job in like shit seven eight years and be like a full-time artist creative and shit like that man i just want to keep expanding and helping my homies see their potential and do dope shit Eventually have enough money with me and my motherfucking homies just boats and hoes. Like, that's why I tell them all the time. <laughs> like, you know, that, not, not even the most negative shit, but just really like, we just sitting there just handling business through our phone and our motherfucking computers and just doing life and shit like I that, mean, man. But do you ever run across a little homie that might have a, a interest in art, painting, or anything like that? Yeah, every day. We do. We get you back know, all day. We in well, the school. What do you heavy. tell them? So, oh, man, you 
keep working, keep grinding, keep practicing. All it takes is one motherfucking time. What I learned in this art shit is this, man. And I don't work with some people who is got influence. They post your picture, niggas buying your shit. They don't know who the fuck you are. They just know, damn, this nigga on you. I want to be on this nigga on. I know everything he touches gold type shit. Right. Keep working, keep grinding, stack your shit. I know, I know people that, and it, this is fucked up. I ain't gonna put no names to it. And if they ever hear this shit, they ain't gonna know what I'm talking and about. And I like the fact that you got your paintbrush sticking out of your uh, sa- yeah, the yeah. side of your hat like I'm a Philly, a like a Philly blunt. blunt. You know like, what, what I'm saying? What, that brought me back to the '90s right there. I, I just had to say that. Uh, uh, but I, I, people tell me this. They're like, man, I do a lot of art and shit, and I give it away. I'm like, don't ever do that shit. What the fuck you mean? Art is what anybody can pack. That's it. Woo, I got my yeah. That's straight up. I got motherfuckers that come to me. I just did a show February 4th at uh, Lacuna Lofts with uh, my, my man's Royce, Articles Gallery. Shout out to him, man. What up, yes. man? Yeah. Big homie Royce. I had pieces in there, seven, eight thousand dollars This is one of my man's, one of my collectors. He said, man, don't ever price your shit that low. And I say, Ooh. I say, man, I, I pushed it up, shit. This was bigger. <laughs> you know, and, 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 but I had to explain it to me. It, it's dope. And they tell me, man, like people really fuck with my shit. And I fuck with my work, man. Anything right. I put my shit out, I ain't posting it. I ain't showing it if I don't believe in it. Right. Not everything I put my now, shit in, I believe in. Now, now, do you have any regular clientele that you deal with on the regular? Like, yo, I, I just got to hit this man up for one of these pieces right here. Well, I got a few. I, it's funny. I got one dude. I just saw him. He, he just d- dropped a dope post on Instagram. Um, I do a lot of joker shit. I do a lot of comments. I seen, I, I seen your page. But I, but I do everything. Like, yeah. I, I paint my grandma if I want to. Show you. I, I, <laughs> I do whatever I'm feeling. And I love putting shit that I uh, I grew up on. Right. So I'll take a, and the world so fucked up. It's like a damn comic book. It's evil, motherfucker. It is. It's a shooting in Buffalo. They went into a little Buffalo tent. White you boy. talking about Buffalo, New York? Buffalo, New yeah, York. Yeah, I saw that. that nigga on the motherfucking, uh, on his uh, AK-47, where the fuck he was shooting and shit like that, went to a predominantly black neighborhood. That's some motherfucking demonic ass shit, yeah. evil uh, villain shit. So I could fucking paint this picture today of the Joker doing some foul ass shit. shit, which I don't even want to get this motherfucking goofy, the Joker, because the Joker really wasn't a bad guy. You know what? Really you know what? what? You know what? No, 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 no. Hold up. Down, hold up. Now we talking down. about it. We talking about it. We got all these jokers. Uh-huh. Jack Nicholson. He was the gangster. He was the gangster joker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Heath Ledger. Yeah, that was the he was the thinking one though. That's the, the one. Heath I Ledger. They label him as the anarchist. Yeah. Joker. You know what I'm saying? And Jared Leto. I mean, I we ain't like gonna go into these other dudes, but but there's so many different universes. It's in that right. Show, so that's what the dope thing about it. There's so many different writers. I love the shit because, like, yo, if you really know your shit, all these motherfuckers is different, but they ain't one and the same. They ain't really the Joker. Like Jay Leto was a little just fucking yeah. shit up. Yeah. But like the I put that run in my raps. Niggas act the bad like Jared Leto. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm saying like it's, it's 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 crazy that we can sit here and we can talk this. We can talk comic books and uh, multiverse shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Off, off the cuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without having to be like, oh, let me break this shit. Down. But you know what? Some of that should be inspirational because, like, Justin, like, the Justice League. You know what I'm saying? Batman had a little premonition when uh, uh, the Flash came to him and was like, it's the Joker. It's the Joker. You know what I'm saying? He talking all that shit. Yeah. And then he seen it for himself in another vision. You know, we got all these different Jokers, man. But you know what, though? Ain't nothing like 89 Batman and 89 Joker. Ain't nothing like them. I don't know, man. 
Heath Legends is the dude for me. That's the coldest joker ever. Dude, that nigga was You talking about Jack Nicholson? No, I'm talking about Heath Legends. Heath Legends. The Dark Knight? Oh, Dark Knight. That nigga was dropping gems. Yep. And he was fucked up. He was very fucked up, but he really wasn't. He wasn't fucked he up. He was just trying to wrong. give you his perspective. Yeah, he was trying to let motherfuckers know what's really going on. Bro, he basically right, said, yeah. y'all niggas ain't no better on the on the upside. Okay. Batman, you ain't shit. You criminals only care about money. You goopy. Hey, fuck this money. That nigga burnt that whole thing. He hey. showed it. it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. Much, it wasn't much of a difference between good and bad. It's always. Like, it, was, it just wasn't. It's, it's a lot. It was, it was, like, it was his reality, own personal belief. Right. It's, in reality, it's a lot of gray area. It's a lot of prayer. Yeah. And who are you to judge? Who are we to judge? But well, that's not the judge. But that, but that's, that's what they wanted people to do. But the dope thing about the joke, and this is why we just went to this way. Yeah, I just watched this the other day. That motherfucker had to say, man. Uh, Two Face, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, man. You motherfuckers got to choose, nigga. Yep. Batman, you you won't kill, nigga. You somebody got to die. And the funny thing about it is, what Batman? Who the Batman choose? He went and got folks because he, well, he, yeah. he already yeah. fucked him over because he was sliding on his bitch. Yeah. Like, you know, it's why. Yeah, he already got him. And, and folks didn't want to get saved. That's why that nigga's like, bad. But I'm you, at you, nigga. But, but, but you know what? <laughs> that, that type of joker studied everybody and knew what everybody yeah. was capable of. And he wanted to kill both and of them. And that's why they labeled, and that's why they labeled the Heath Ledger Joker as the anarchist. Well, I only pushed that nigga to death in real life. Yeah, yeah. That nigga killed himself for real. Because he, he couldn't. Well, he a method actor. He right. like uh, he like the the other white boy from Transformers, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. That nigga really was with the Mexicans. First of all, that's another thing Hollywood do. Why the fuck you fucking hiring Shia LaBeouf as a come Mexican? Come on, they do this come shit. On. Come on, yeah, come on. on. You can come on. anybody in the world. But he did his thing. That nigga killed the role. But he really dove into that shit, man. Right. And I mean, wow. and, and you gotta think, as an artist, even for you, for example, if it takes you there, it it's gonna take a piece of you. It's gonna take a piece of you with you. You know what? You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, you know, and, and you're right. Pieces of a puzzle. Yeah, and you, you know what? Ooh. Trey. You're right, because some Come of the on. some of the songs, some of the records that we was working on, and you heard them, once I did them, I told you that shit put me in that place. You gotta put yourself so in that you place. Put, in order to create a certain type of art, I always feel like you gotta be in that place. Be, it's, it's, it's true Not necessarily a dark place, but I mean, no, but it's true. That like, creative. Where does it come from? So, so things come from, you know, an inner part of you. you some, some and type and of you know what, dude? Like the biggest part of my creation is, I tell y'all this. I moved to Chicago. Fucking, I, I'm, I'm born and raised in Chicago, don't, 79th the King, don't get it twisted. Uh -huh. I moved to Detroit, no foe. I moved back in 2016, back to, the, back to the hood. Get married, father died two weeks later. Three months later, my wife tell me she pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Then nine months later, my son is born. So you thinking about all that within that short amount of time within 2016. The circle of life. The circle of life. You know what I'm saying? And that's what really led me to be like the kind of artist that who I am. Like I'll, I've always wanted to make a song dedicated to my father and my son. But that'll come later. But 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 that, those moments still drive me creatively. 
for the show, for the show. So I gotta ask this question. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. This is, this is definitely taking a shot in the dark. So, how do you feel about the NFT game? Have you, have you been in any research with it? Like, I, so as so. an artist, because I swear it's like it's almost tied to physical artists hand in hand. So I sold some NFTs. Um, I don't understand the space. I've had the opportunity to talk to some people that want to do work with me and shit like that. <laughs> it's actually fluctuating like a motherfucker yep. down. It's actually, it was high and it's, it's going down. It's a space where actually a lot of drug, niggas don't even understand Bitcoin was drug money. Yeah. Bitcoin used to be nothing. And you oh, no, that I knew that. Dark web type shit. That's why it's a lot of motherfucking hood niggas just really fucking on. That's why Young Thug and them got caught up in all that no, shit. It was a lot of, it was a lot of, it's, it's, it wasn't, it can't be tracked. Yeah. But the NFT, what I learned from a nigga who actually owns a lot of NFTs and really big in the space, his name is Chicago Block, uh, Chicago Block Bully. Shit, that nigga is Bitcoin Bully. That nigga is uh -huh. big. He heavy in this shit. <laughs> uh, NFTs is just a JPEG. If you ain't using this shit right, and like board Ape Yacht Club, I don't know if y'all familiar with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, the niggas is buying the bitches for 350, 500K, whatever, and shit like that. They dropping a million on these like mutant apes and shit like that. That's yeah. an invitation into the club. The niggas bring you to a motherfucking yacht, and y'all niggas talk about how you do a tax breaks. Y'all niggas talk about how to really move kilos. Y'all niggas talk about how to do all types of shit. Y'all talk about how to sex traffic. You don't know what these niggas talking about in the club, that's an invitation. The ultimate hustle, people. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta have the money to get in that dough. Right. That's why niggas are like, oh you buying a JPEG with this fucking dumb monkey. No, nah, you dumbass. You buying this shit to get exclusive access to merch, to material, to information. You buying yourself to that bigger part. Yeah. Oh, 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 the green the grass is green on the other like side. The you buying yourself shit. to that. Yeah. When, when Bruce Wayne had them all fucking big ass galas and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, hold on. We talking about the Bruce Wayne gal or the one when uh, motherfucking uh, Wonder Woman just eighty six nah, that nigga nah, on nah, some nah, other nah, shit. We ain't talking about the Wonder Woman nah, uh, slick off, right? Bane slid up on them oh, right. Bane, oh, Bane, that's, that's my nigga. Bane, that's my nigga. And like Bo said, but that's them. That's the, remember they on the top floor. Want well, no regular niggas in there? Niggas all so you had to buy yourself the conversation. Yeah, that's what that board ape shit is, though. It's it's niggas that can fake whatever, but nigga, you can have a fake hoodie. You ain't on a helipad like the niggas is really wearing the hoodie. You ain't motherfucking in that. You, you got in the dude You repping the brand, but you not the brand. Yeah, you not the brand. You ain't shit. That, got and, it. And it's funny because the one thing that's dope about the NFT shit is on the blockchain. Niggas don't understand what blockchain is. That shows ownership. This motherfucker left from this computer and went to your wallet. You can move that motherfucker from your wallet, but it's still there. And the ownership means that when you move this shit, I can sell it to my nigga Kelly. He can sell it to you. He can sell it to you. It shows it came from me. This nigga's the original. You the second. You the third. And I still get residuals on every time. I wake and up in the morning and get fucking 10 to 20% off anything I drop. And that's what this motherfucking podcast is about. Ownership, people. Ownership, no matter what you do. Own your shit. Yeah. Own it. Absolutely. Own it. Don't let no partners in for nothing. Own your own shit. Own it. To answer your question, how does that play into the art game? Yes, sir. That that NFT would serve as it could be a certificate of authenticity. Uh huh. It could be a right of access. It's a smart contract too. 
this is really business, nigga. Like you, you doing NFT shit? It's so like, so like a person, nigga. This is so like a person might put up a a little doll, a Scarface from when he when he was shooting up the the joint or whatever as an NFT, but then they got like. You know, thirty dollars share. Mm-hmm. You buy into that. Yeah. But that buys you it, not all the access, but it, it depends on what it is. So I tell you this: uh, my show, what I did was this. If you bought the original piece, uh-huh. I had my nigga uh, JP. He's a dope ass motherfucking poet, art collector, just a dope ass nigga. Oh yeah, we Here gonna have to link. Yeah. Nigga, man, yeah, I'm gonna definitely plug y'all. He wrote a poem for every single one of my pieces. You get the original piece at your house or whatever the fuck you put in your business or whatever. Right. You get the NFT of the poem and you get the NFT of the actual piece. So oh. But the funny thing about it is a lot of niggas that bought my damn pieces don't have wallets. Don't even understand what's going on in the crypto space. So they got money just sitting out there that they, they, they can't even do nothing with. They can't do and nothing with because they don't know. But some of these niggas is too lazy to even motherfucking jump. And I gave them niggas the keys. People are like, I don't get it. I say, oh, no. get see, you I'm just to you. I love, I love money too much. I gotta, I gotta see what my shit going. That's, that's why I ask the artist this because every time, every conversation I've ever had about NFT with anybody else who isn't an artist, the way they analogize it is by using an artist. They say, mm-hmm. hey, if you know, if you had an artist draw a painting and they sell that painting, then. I, I imagine if an artist drew a painting and they sell their painting, and the next time they sold that painting, the artist still got a cut. But and you so didn't got the information that, from the fucking source. It gives that creative, like ownership, back onto the artist. So that's why I, that's why I was like, well, let me bounce this off another artist to see how, you know, sort of how this game really is. You know, copying an NFT from an artist that you deal with would also give you a direct line of access to them in certain cases. Mm-hmm. So you'll find an artist will say, all right, I'm going to drop this limited collection. This NFT comes with, uh, let's say, a year's worth of merch. It might include the show in your city, X, Y, and Z as a part of that. And then what's dope about that is, right, let's say now you really buzzing. Right. Guess what happened to the price of that NFT? It goes up. It goes up. So, oh, man, I, let me get to you. Hey, I got five. Yeah. yeah. Now you yeah. can cop one. So watch the rent. To yeah. Rico's point earlier, the, the blockchain is a ledger that, that tells you what you did happen. So that is the where then you, you can't see. Manipulate that. So oh, that's like a real time. Dog actually minted that NFT at right. this time, from this IP address, this day, XYZ. Then it, it transferred to this wallet. That's yours. It means ain't no unless you got a motherfucker that has access to your sixteen keyword password, which no one should ever have. Exactly. That shit ain't moving unless you want to sell it. So and that's then, so that's just like the joint you just did. You know what I'm saying? That went to my joint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Could nobody else have access to that but me? Understood. And, and here's the upside to this, right? So we take this a step further, right? It's the art package. Right. So in that in that collect piece here now with your NFT, NFTs. You, these is ones that sold. Motherfuckers bought it. This is my homie Danny. She knows what it looks for. Yeah. That's her NFT. It shows. Oh, that's dope. That her. This is a big ass piece. She has the original piece and she has the NFT. This one, her her wife Kim, KDM engineering, cold as hell. This is a humongous fucking piece, eight by eight feet. 
She has the original piece, the NFT. This Dude. is but it's, it's in my wallet. These NFTs. G. Hey, the picture that I showed you was going to set off your NFTs because I just want an 8 by 11 of that shit. I'm, Yo, I'm man. Saying, so that would actually be a great example where maybe a part of that, a part of that collaboration. Yeah, because I want him to paint this. Would include then you meant the NFT. Yeah. Dope. I mean, and then too, as a part of that, I want everybody to benefit because this just ain't for me, but he put me in a position to do this right now. He put me in a position to do music right now. So if I could get this out here, sell a couple, whatever, I do want a dope ass one for the crib though for my basement. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? I will be also told about Tatter shit, but. What's dope about, about musicians is the, the NFT can work in a similar fashion. So you can you can attach the NFT with the album drop and the, and the album comes with the NFT. And then that also might come with some merch or an exclusive access we gonna jump oh yeah we gotta talk because we do all these different because because my album cover the name like people don't know the name of my album that's about to come out is called i am forever but i used a dope picture of my son leaning out of my truck he had one hand on the wheel and just looking out and i blacked his eyes out on some griselda shit but it just looks so dope when I seen it, I was like, yeah, this gotta be my album cover. You know what I'm saying? But it would also look dope as a painting too. You know what I mean? And not just for me, but for my son too, because he four years old. He don't know what, that's for him. You know what I'm saying? I am forever. So like, yo, if you ever feel like pop's been on your ass too much, look at that. If you feel like pop's been on your ass too much, listen to that. Read that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna see, like, I, I've been doing all this for you. You know what I'm saying? So, man, that, that's, that's why I, I got a question for y'all. It's funny, you can't yeah. answer all questions. What's up? Um, what type of people y'all want in y'all podcast? What type of people? Yeah, oh, we doing brands, businesses, y'all want artists. So, so, we focus on black businesses, that's that's pretty much our focus. But in terms of, I would say. People? Yeah. People want people who are genuine. You ever heard of Black Militia before? Black Militia? Yeah. yeah. I heard of Black Militia. That's my, well, I'm, I'm the designer for that shit, so that's my nigga right. He I mean, dude, whenever you want to spread the word, you know what I'm saying? We'll be out there with the pod to support and broadcast hey, from location. Pod, it ain't. We doing a barbecue at uh, Dan Ryan Woods. It's our first. It's like you do the pandemic. Right. We got to get niggas sick. Even though it seems like they talking about some new variants, but fuck that shit. We we out with that now. But, uh, <laughs> we haven't won in July, man. I'm gonna get, I told y'all, we, we gonna get it in, man. Y'all gotta be a oh, that's cool. We gonna get it cracking. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, you give us the invite. We at the, at the oh, yeah, we there. It's gonna be bitches. We gonna be oh, yeah, because cause, cause, cause my, frat, my frat doing one in August at Dan Ryan Woods. Just turn them up for good. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be so Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm part of that Masonic order. You give, us, you give us the power strip. We'll set up. That ain't nothing. Hey, I got a generator at the crib, bro. We, it ain't nothing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Nah, that's dope. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's what the pod, the pod is really like all about is is, is pretty much like pushing and promoting black businesses and keeping yep. that 
Like, it started off as like we was doing highlights. Yeah. And then from us doing those highlights, we was like, you know, let's pick a few businesses and yeah. you know, let's let's do those highlights. And then it and then it turned into people calling us. Yeah. The people say, Hey, how much do you want for to for us to be premiered on your show? Uh, we you know, don't want they, they, and we, and we make it happen, and then we like, all right, we'll promote it on our Facebook, we'll promote it on our Instagram, and then we'll keep it moving, and it's, for us, it's just like that, it's almost like how you used to have them yellow it's pages. It's network. Or like that, or, or, or now the, the, like a black Google network, so that way you can hear us out, and you can hear us saying, hey, everybody needs something, right? You gonna need something. Right now, we, we sit in a tailor shop. Somebody's gonna need a suit. Prime is coming up. So, yeah. you know, so, so we let everybody know, like, hey, come here. You know what I'm saying? Come here, get your, get your, get your, get fitted. You know what I'm saying? So we, it's just, it's just really about us just giving that message to all of our fan base and to everybody. All that of listen, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And then, and then that they grab the next person. And, and hey, and I we, found out about this through them. And, that's and how, we, that's and how we, we really grow. for the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We really for the people because. It don't matter whatever business we highlight. We just hope once we broadcast that those people might reach out to them for their services if they need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, you with the pain. You know, that'll be some dope, dope. I got to, like I said, I'm in a Masonic order. We got a picnic coming up in August. That'll be dope if you was in the middle of that bitch just, just paint some shit. You know what I'm saying? But... But you never know what could come out of anything. That's that's a big part of how we grew. And that's yeah. that's networking. Yeah. You know, early on, it, it was about taking our resources and leveraging what we knew to work with the businesses that we were close to and the people that were coming up at the time and give them the tools that they needed to accelerate their, their initiative. You know, we, we behind the scenes with it. Yeah. And, you know, Rico's skill set is... is it's not just a dude. It's on a, his 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 skill set is uncanny. The man, is, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm have to get your number, dog, so I can see this picture. Cause I want that paint though, for real. I'm serious. Oh, I'm, I'm serious about that. I, that'll look dope in my basement right there, right now. You know what it's I'm like, saying? And, and take that a step further. It's like and I don't look, even wear gold teeth. That'll look hard. That was just that was my first time stunning them. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where you get into people being able to really understand how big their vision truly is and how when you make it tangible, you can interpret that a number of different ways. And it's going to move people a lot of different and ways. And that's also when you can understand and recognize somebody's talent. Absolutely. So before we go, Rico, we want to know, man, what what inspires you the most? What's that What's that drive for you? Living every day and waking up. I was, I was gonna say that in the hood. I was gonna answer that for him. I stay right in my old block. Shit, I mean, I see fucked up shit every motherfucking day. I'm blessed, man. I get to go everywhere, man. I get to leave this shit, man. Yeah. Some money niggas over there that don't get to go nowhere, man. Yeah. Fucking no. I mean, this nigga just got back yesterday. I came back for this. Yeah. My wife told me. With some motherfucking crips. These niggas is doing some vegan shit in the hood. Like it's 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 real out there. Vegan, vegan crips. Man, I've never heard of that. A no, vegan crips. This is this is this is big. What what they Compton, doing, man? man? The brother, the brother out in Compton. They got Planet Health Compton. Uh -huh. They are they are uh, alleviating the food desert in the hood, man. They got That's a wellness dope. center in there. Yeah, they doing they workshops. It's all it's, it's all the way up there. You, you know. And you know what? I think I think Game was on to something back in the day, man. He was trying to bring that whole Black Wall Street mm -hmm. movement back 
to 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 the community. Everything just black on. And then just going through history, us being people of color, we owned a lot of shit that we didn't know about. We owned banks. We we, we had farms. We got fucked out of shit though because we understand the pattern. You know, exactly. 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 Yeah, we yeah we got to bring this Black Wall Street shit back, man. Yeah. And that's the funny and that's the funny part. They know we got Jew jacked up with a lot of shit though, but yeah, we gonna partner you with the Jews because they gonna help somewhat make it right. Oh, they took our history. This is why, man, these they got these white shows, these motherfuckers is like, oh, my great great grandfather done passed down this coin. You know they thirty billion dollars. You know King Tut. They got white people playing King King Tut. You know what I'm saying? When it was our people. You look at the climate yeah, thank you, of how it is. Yeah. They whitewashing they us. Look at hey, my next show will be called Black Watch. Black Watch. Black Watch. Hey, I want a spot on it. I want a spot on it. Absolutely. You know, because they talking about redoing Nefertiti and all that, you know what I'm saying, with these white folks and everything, they just because be. they look similar to them. No, just because they look similar. That don't mean they the us. They can't even be in the sun, man. They can't even be in the sun. Oh my God, it's too hot. I need to go on my trailer. I need to cool off. What the fuck? Like, now look at it. We all black folks, and it's humid in the motherfucker in this building, and we chilling. That whitewash shit is real. It's, it's so real because when you look at it, it's by design, man. When you look at it today, the most the most affluent black population was in Atlanta, right? Yeah. That's Oh yeah. You get a phone call. Oh yeah, Lori Lightfoot and already got hey, the phone hey, call. Hey, you go, hey, you gonna stop what you're doing? Ooh, you gonna get I call, I, I call, I call Lori Light. I call Lori Lightfoot Grady from 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 Sanford and Son. Nobody can represent home like you do. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You know. I I lived in Detroit. I lived in Detroit for like 12 years. Yeah, I know that was bull. Yeah, that was bull. I do. You know what I mean? I was trying to come back to Chicago, but nothing represents Chicago like like the train, 63rd, and all that. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. Nothing represents Chicago like 79th State Street, Dan Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Nothing represents home like that. Yeah, and can't too many people capture that. Even though we, a person can be around something every day, but they can't capture that image. Yeah, that's right. Because it's not in them. Yeah. But you can do that. Yeah. I could put you on 79th State right now, man. You... Man, we done been everywhere, you, bro. I know you do numbers. We got projects out west. Out west. Police was watching us the whole time. And I'm forward to my west Ooh. niggas though, but man, we got stuff downtown. Hey, we in the hood. My nigga scrap dirty. Had to make a call for me, man. So nigga, you, on the, you on the wrong block, nigga. Be doing that shit. Cause <laughs> yeah, shout out to Chicago, Chicago and Austin. Right. Completely different, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Scrap, but the nigga had the bit. Hey, shout out to Scrap. That's violent All Star DJ, man. That's my man. Shout out to Scrap. Got him out that jam. Made the call. Let us know we was Gucci. My nigga Duke and them niggas was out there. They came sat down with us the whole time. We was on the job site. Hey, but you know what? At the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no matter where you at in this world, no matter what side of the planet you on, as long as you can do what you love and put it on a piece of brick, paper, canvas, whatever, you didn't did your job. You didn't did your job, and I salute you, Rico. I salute you. My God. Yo, yes, man, sir. We appreciate you having us out, man. Reek, Reek really, really <laughs> dedicated to his craft. So, and, and for y'all to recognize that, it means a lot. So uh, thank you. Uh, we're we going to do business. We got, we got shit going up. Let's get it. Okay, so we're going to have these offline conversations because they got to be offline. Yeah. But but first and foremost, Rico, let us know what, let our listeners know what you got coming up next. Promote yourself. Drop your IG. I got this dope-ass card right here, man. I got this dope-ass card right here. We'll do that. We'll do them lightweight, flimsy card. I don't even think niggas got this card. Like, hold on. Where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? It might run up something. Man. Y'all gonna let me in this year. I'm gonna say it there. Hey, man, we do print. We do vinyl, we rap cars, we rap the hood, nigga, we rap your motherfucking building. Nigga, you rap the whole motherfucking world. Yeah, that, you sure. We gonna you put it to you like that. We got the Nike, you need to need Nike, we get you what you need. Oh, Friend, oh don't man, say Nike, girl. cause you know, I got like 50 pair of Jordans, man. Yeah, like, man, I, I said I'm trying to quit, but you trying to put me back yeah, in the man, game. I'm a sneakerhead, man, we getting it, man. Hey, but uh, IG is Rico the Great, it's Rico with an E, R-E-C-O-T-H-E-G-R-E-A-T. Rico the Great website www.amadlee.com. That's my government. I'm throwing it out there because I fuck with y'all. And that's it, man. But yo, we do everything print, design, weed packages. Yeah, hey, we do whatever the fuck you hey, Anything. My man do everything under the sun. If you can Holla at We can design it, baby. Black on. That's important, baby. Black on. Yeah, we here to elevate and accelerate. Black Militia Inc. Elevate, accelerate. We trying to make our outcome the income, nigga. So you already know what it is. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, yo, with that, hey, man, it's Trey Dillon Castro, man. 12 games. Yeah. We had Rico the Great here, man. Hey, hey, we we love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. Shit. Man, I'm about to see this brand now for this thing, man, because hey, I want it. I want it. Y'all tell us what y'all want to do, man. We can have an exploratory convo get straight to it, man. Dude. We, 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 we take a bias. Hey, Trey, it'd be dope if he could do a 12 games of pie to both of us, man. We just had that shit no, hanging up I'm somewhere. I'm telling y'all, y'all bring us the vision. Let's do it. Let's bring the vision. It ain't, it ain't shit with a convo, man. Oh, yeah. It ain't shit with a convo. Yeah, it's dark now. We podcast. We really pie now. It's in the dark. Yo, I don't need no light to talk to the mic. You know what I'm talking about? 
Oh, well, as long as I know this motherfucker right here, I'm good. 